Hi there, and welcome to the Future of Influence podcast. Here we discuss the power of influence, leadership, overcoming challenges, and more. They call me King Raj Singh, creator of the Future of Influence podcast. Stay on after the show, and we'll share how you can be the next guest on one of the fastest-growing podcasts in our industry. With that, here we go. Welcome to the Future of Influence podcast. I'm your host, Sandy Fowler, and today I am chatting with Kira Chernikovsky. She is an international marketing expert and co-founder of Customerization. She can be found online at customerization.ca. Kira, welcome to the podcast. Welcome, and thank you for having me here, Sandy. Nice to meet you. I was looking at your website and your work is very interesting. Could you just tell us a little bit about what you're doing and how you help your clients? Yes, absolutely. And thank you for introducing me as a marketing expert because that's really my background. And I have vast experience in startup marketing and uh, corporate marketing. So I understand the agility of the process and the um, you know, well-designed processes that happen in the corporate environment. So recently, over the COVID, I would say, when everything slowed down with marketing, I realized that with my experience, I can help more companies grow and overcome all these um, obstacles brought by the COVID because many, many businesses had to switch from their traditional brick-and-mortar business model to online model. And that's where I realized that my marketing skills coupled with natively digital skills can help those companies grow. So what my company does is providing marketing services coupled with business applications installation. So you probably heard about CRM, customer relationship management system, or vast variety of applications that exist on the market. So what I do is I provide focused marketing services that help reach specific business goals. And then I do the systems as well so that no marketing investment is lost and all the leads are transitioned smoothly to sales. So you also focus on the back end as well Absolutely. as external marketing. Yeah, I focus on the whole revenue generation cycle. While usually you would find that marketing services are offered separately, sales services are offered separately, and technological services are offered separately. And not every small or medium business can afford that. So I come, I ask very focused questions, I define what the specific client needs so that they don't pay extra and they get the results. And then I provide marketing and business applications, backend in one page. And usually that covers for sales as well, because good marketing can bring sales. Right. You mentioned that you were helping businesses overcome obstacles they ran into with COVID. Mm -hmm. What are some of the most common issues that you saw? A couple, a couple. All the stores are closed, right? And everybody who was selling through personal interaction, through meetings, cannot really do that anymore. Take um, immigration that just fell onto the floor. Take uh, retail, people need to buy online now and uh, not every retail store is equipped to do so. Education, private schools, 
who switched from brick and mortar onto online. So that all needs to be managed. So very simple. If we take a small retail store, a clothing department, they have their location, of course, but they also need to sell online now. And they somehow need to manage all that information about their customers in order to be able to know who bought what and what they can offer in addition, how they can upsell or cross-sell to those customers. And you can do that without a good CRM system or without digital marketing. So we're trying to bring it all together to define digital strategies for their market growth and also help them see all the data in consolidated way and being able to analyze that data and take action through those systems. So what are your top strategies then for helping your customers grow their influence in their industry? It might be very custom per per every client. So my main strategy is actually creating a firm basis of growth, be that in marketing through having a great website and great content strategy or advertising strategy in case if that's e-commerce, and then having defined all the sales process milestones properly. And then it's easier to translate that into technological environment. So it's actually the entry point, which is usually the website and digital advertising, and then the sales process well-defined, which is translated into these systems. So I do that just by having a workshop with stakeholders or business owners I know which questions to ask. And then there is just, uh, you know, some work at the background that is being done and the customers are getting a rough straw dog plan. And if they feel comfortable with that, we detailize that into implementation and cost. And then we decide whether they do that in-house or we help them implement that. And what strategies did you use to grow your own influence in your industry? I know oh, you've had some different <laughs> challenges to face for yourself. Oh, yeah, uh, sure, definitely. So that was a lot of work because actually when you're a small company or just starting your way, you have to choose what you invest in. So after research and after talking to people who also started consultancy businesses not a while ago, I chose to be influential on LinkedIn. So I do that by... Uh, posting constantly and highlighting and creating good quality content. And then being a marketing person, I definitely uh, explore different channels, uh, including email marketing. It has nothing to do with cold emails, but it's a lot of marketing research. And then customized outreach to specific groups of people, be it industries or companies or people who have the same job title and might be facing the same obstacles. And then now I'm exploring actually video calling. It's again, it's not really cold calling, but marketing people usually don't do that, don't prospect via calling, but I do that now. What what was the impetus for you to make that shift to making the calls? Um, I saw that those tactics that I expected to be the most effective, like again, emailing or content marketing, um, resulted maybe in attention, 
but didn't convert into customers. And then after again reading online and talking to other people, I realized that, yes, definitely over COVID, the amount of digital stuff and emails that we are getting in our inboxes grew tremendously and people just don't pay attention to that. So, you know, funny enough, the calls are something that makes you stand out. You also mentioned when we were chatting before the interview that authenticity is very important to you. Does that play into this strategy as well? Absolutely. As you can hear, I have an accent, so that's kind of unforgettable. And I decided to turn that into my advantage as well as my background. So on those calls, I actually try to listen and hear as much as possible. And that has been proven you know, scientifically that women are better listeners and therefore they can pivot the conversation uh, accordingly. And that's what I do. I just present who I am and I'm asking whether I can help those people, whether they are facing some challenges that I've seen with other clients and I can resolve. It's just a genuine conversation, honestly. Well, you mentioned twice in this short conversation about asking your clients questions. Oh, yeah. And that you tend to ask, it sounds like, different questions than a typical marketing expert would. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's driven um, by, by my experience, actually, because no external expert can know the business or the situation of a specific customer better than the customer themselves. And it's our consultant's role to dig up those insights so that it's not just industry best practices, but this is what that specific business in the specific time frame with their specific situation are facing with and how we can help. So very often people can state the problem, but when you ask questions, they find out that that's not the problem they need to resolve. There are other underlying challenges and sometimes marketing can help, but sometimes it's up to figuring out some business processes before actually stepping into marketing. Do you have tips for people? You said we're very good at stating the problem. Do you have tips that can help take us beyond that and go to the next step? Well, yeah, I think the main tip would be, and that's quite undoable um, these days, is take the time to sit and think what is happening with your business. So we are all rushing, rushing and dashing forward. We're looking at the competition and we're trying to copy and do the same as others do, because if they succeed, probably we will succeed if we do the same. But no, that doesn't work like that. We all need safe space, safe place, even though it can be only a few hours, to think what we really want and need, what's our long-term vision, and then we can reverse engineer with the help of the expert, with the help of the consultant, um, the strategy and the tactics. But my tip is just find a few hours, safe space to think. I'm just thinking about that. And I think that's something that many, many business leaders, many business owners don't really take the time to do, 
to spend, yep. you said a few hours. That's a, a pretty big chunk That's of a time. Lot. Yeah, I know. Just sit and think about that and not actually be doing something. Exactly. It's like, I'm not doing anything, <laughs> right? I'm just thinking. So I have another tip for that. You can hire, uh, and that's not that expensive. You can hire a professional facilitator who can facilitate a small workshop for you and your team. And then it doesn't feel like you are not doing anything. It actually feels like, hey, I'm doing some strategic work here. And that's what a professional can help you with um, because they have it structured and they come prepared. So maybe it's even worth doing that. All right. And so, Kira, you have attained influence in your industry. How are you utilizing that influence? I am utilizing that in different ways, but mainly I build relationships. So I build relations and I just try to help people. I'm having a lot of one-on-one conversations with different people, not necessarily marketing people, all kinds of people. And I, again, ask them questions. I tell what I do, what I'm looking forward to. And then, you know, in a month, two months, they usually come back with some additional question or idea or introduction. So I don't expect for quick results utilizing my influence. I actually try to help people. I give a lot of free stuff away, free information. I don't gate any of the content at all. And if people want to go one-on-one with me for half an hour, I am trying to always find time to do so because you never know where it will end. But I just have access to much more people, like many more people than it was before I started LinkedIn and active networking activity. So you said you're not gating your information and you're talking about that in a, a global sense in your business. You're ta- it sounded like you were talking about the information that you put online as well as the information when you're just having a conversation with someone. Yeah. You don't. You said you don't gate that. So you don't say, well, I'm not going to talk to them and help them solve a problem because they're not a paying client yet. Yeah, or, you know, when when you have one paragraph um, of information and then it's like download the full report and you download and it's just a couple of PDF uh, slides uh, or pages that don't give you actually anything. So I don't really do that if I write articles. So I give out as much information as I can, hoping that it is useful. And again, in one-on-one or small group conversations, I really listen and try to share my expertise, my experience, how to help those specific people, because if they need implementation or adoption, they will come back and we will do, you know, some work together. So what are your goals for your influence moving forward? So I would love to be the go-to for this revenue enablement approach. So everybody who needs marketing and systems set up to just skyrocket their business. I want them to come to me, if not for the project, then for advice. And these would be growing businesses in actually any industry, probably in North America. And later in their development, in a few years, when they grow significantly, they can even switch to, you know, professional marketing agency, very expensive one, and switch their systems to something more sophisticated. But, you know, I don't want small and medium businesses to fail 
at their beginning or at their growth stage because marketing and systems are holding them back from doing so. So how do you plan on achieving this goal? I'm exploring. I'm actually doing my market research every day. I talk to a lot of people, a lot of business owners from different industries so that I know what challenge face. And when I feel comfortable with a specific industry, I just go and get in touch with different people via LinkedIn, via Google search, via introductions. So if I target educational companies, so I would go and just search them and then connect via LinkedIn and we'll build an email list so that I could send them some free information in the future. So Kira, it sounds like you're taking the strategies that have already worked for you and just expanding them into new areas and meeting people in new areas. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. So I have, I started just from trying what have worked for others or what I have done for uh, for the employees that I worked for before I became a consultant. Something worked out, something didn't. And then, yeah, I just uh, evaluate and define and go forward and expand. So anyone who's interested in having a conversation with you or learning more about what you're doing, where can they find you online? They can find me mostly on LinkedIn. Uh, and I think there will be uh, like a subtitle. You'll see my name, Kira Chernikovsky. That's easy to find on LinkedIn. And then you can also drop me a message at kira at customerization.ca. This is my work uh, email address, and I will definitely respond. Well, thank you so much for spending time with us today and for sharing your thoughts on influence. Thank you so much for having me. That was my real pleasure. Thanks for listening to the Future of Influence podcast. If you're interested in sharing your story by being a guest on our show, please visit https colon slash slash kingrajsingh.com slash podcast slash apply to apply. And if you liked what you heard, please also visit and follow us on all social media. Please subscribe to our show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Once again, they call me King Raj Singh, and thanks again for listening to the Future of Influence podcast. Tune in next time.